Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest all the way from Hungary is Malika. She says, opening your heart to source. Her life changed with uh, primordial primarily old sound meditation. The mantra given is a divine intelligence. It knew exactly what pathway to guide into her and how to um, integrate all the parts of herself and the situations to navigate through. The archangel started showing up for her in result of her consistent devotion through the sound of meditation. Uh, she could connect with them in a much easier and more aligned way to her divine self. And the world started opening up for her in a totally different manner. It's like taking the red pill in the matrix and jumping into a new reality. She has a course that she's offering, a free course, which we're going to be talking about further down the road, her journey to where she is today, her why. And it's been quite a tumultuous journey because she's uh, basically raised herself, which is kudos to her. Uh, following her own path originally from India brought up in America now in Hungary this girl gets around and she spread her wings and she's letting the divine take her wherever she needs to go and what she needs to learn and what she needs to do so let's unravel Malika and discover from where she's been where she is and where she's going welcome to the show love thank you so much for having me my so pleasure my pleasure now you uh, were born in India I was born in America. In America, from an Indian family? Yes, an Indian family. So I spent half of my life in India and half of my life in America. So I got a bit of the East and the West. Mm -hmm. Kind of a nice balance. Yes, perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, but you started getting your wings at what age where you felt, I know I have to explore the world. I have to see what the divine has got for me. So I actually suffered a lot of trauma. So I guess the first time I had to find my inner strength was when I was seven years old. I had to um, change families at, at that age. I, I was raised by my grandparents for the first seven years of my life. Um, my mother left when I was two to study her master's degree. And um, so and what happened- come back? No, there, I, there were a lot of complexities and it didn't happen. Um, and a lot of things happened because there was a war between my mother's family and my father's family. So there was a lot of stuff that happened. Um, and in the end, my father had custody. So I had to change families and I didn't really know him. I didn't know the family as much. So it was a new world. So I jumped in from, from my grandparents that I was raised, you know, until seven with. And in that moment, it was like, I don't know what, you know, it was, it was a different world. I didn't know what was happening and I couldn't see them again because of the war. So I never saw my mother or my grandparents ever again. Ever? After. Oh, no. wow. 
Not it was not. You can't even do it now. Uh, I actually went as I was. I, I've been traveling around the world um, since many years. I actually went to meet them more recently, but it seemed like it wasn't resonating. It was like we moved, you know, like we moved in different directions of right. life. Mm-hmm. Even my mother, when I went to meet my mother after so many years, I never really knew her. I never knew anything about her. Like my father would never talk about her. Mm. Um, it was. It was really interesting. It was it was an experience that was my biggest spiritual awakening when I went to meet my mother because it was so difficult. And what I really learned from that was like how to love myself. Yeah. And how to really tap into my inner strength and in source to be able to move forward because it didn't go so well. Yeah. So the external was not giving you the love that you needed. So you turned internally to the source energy, yeah. source love. It was the- yeah, it was the opening of the spiritual heart, mm. the awakening of the, because there was so much pain mm. because I saw that she had moved on and, and I, I hadn't, I unconsciously, I had held on to her all these years. I, of course. I always felt like I'm going to go back to her and I found my way back to her, but it was like a heartbreak yes. and it was the biggest heartbreak. It was more, more than a romantic relationship. It was, it was something I cannot describe. Like I have no words to describe it, but that's when the universe started opening up for me was when I really went into that pain. Like I, I couldn't, mm. I had to, I had to let it out. You had, I had to face to really, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there was no other way to survive. Right. And you know, every child, you know, the, the abandonment of a parent and, you know, there's so many parents that are at war with each other and the children become the victims of it, which is so wrong. But to, you know, your mom could have reached out in different ways even your grandparents, and to have that constant sever. It seems, you know, your mom left, sever. When you left your grandparents, sever. And, you know, the child is always going, but but where are they? I want to go back to that love. Or why don't they love me enough? And so the child is always seeking that. And then to go back and see them and realize it's what you remember and the reality of what it is is not there. It is very heartbreaking. Yeah, and, and now... I do feel that it was divinely crafted the way right. that it was. Yes. It set because, you on your path. Yeah. And, and I think, they, well, I think they did try at some point. I think they, they did really try, but it just wasn't allowed. Mm. It, it wasn't like they, they were stopped. So I, I do like they had so many feelings for me because they saw me grow up. Mm. Um, my mother tried and it just wasn't, she couldn't do it. She had no rights. She, she didn't have custody. So she had no rights. So there, there was this thing of the divine is taking me in a different direction, yeah. even though, you know what I mean? So it happened for a certain reason where I had to kind of learn the lessons. Uh, I had to really empower mm. myself um, and then start a new life. Mm. Come, I started a whole new life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sometimes parents are there to bring you into the world and kind of raise you to a certain point. And then it's the universal love takes over. The divine takes over. The divine is yeah. always been there. It's always been guiding. But that's when it steps in and says, okay, the human realm cannot do anything more for you. It is the spiritual yeah. realm that you Exactly, need. exactly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, waking up to that journey so young, you know, because so many people have woken up to it later in life. And it's wonderful to see a young person waking up to it so so young and realizing um, yes, this was the pain. It awoke the spirit in me. I understand that the divine source where it wants me to go. And then to follow that path. That in itself is a gift. 
to be given it at a young age and for you to be aware of the gift that you've been given. Yeah, and like the first, the first instant of this other realm, this non-physical, this spiritual realm that comes to mind um, was actually through just my innocence of who I was as a child. I mm. used to have these puppies um, and they were like stray puppies. They didn't have a mother and I would take care of them. And this was in India um, when I was, uh, I don't think uh, maybe in the teens. Um, and I remember just holding this puppy in my hand and it was like the first insider, this first spiritual experience I had of feeling the breath, yes. feeling the breath of this puppy. And then I could feel it within myself and I felt it in everything, like everything was alive. Yes. And that was like in that moment, nothing else mattered. It was you like- were in sync. You were in sync with yeah. the breath, right? You were one, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I got the name Divine Breath of Life, which mm. is my website and my brand. So it was like, I could feel it. Yes. I could feel it in everything and, and within myself and we were not separate. It was right. all one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, we come in separate containers, but the energy that comes within us is all that divine energy. And we're just in these different vessels of how we use that energy, right? But the energy is the same. And it all starts with breath. If we, if we stop breathing, we stop existing in these bodies, right? Yeah. So a breath yeah. is, is the core of everything, of our ex human existence. Yes, it is. But it's not just a question of breathing and out. You know, it's been attached to breath because when you are attached to breath and you know how to control your breath and you know how to go deep in your breath, how to breathe in times of trouble, you know, how to let even the sigh out, you understand not only the value and the importance of breath, but you also know how to use it in order to keep your equilibrium in your body and your psyche, your whole balance. Yeah, and, and another piece to that is is I take the breath further into the feeling state. So mm -hmm. it's, it's more like I can feel the divine breathing me in each mm -hmm. moment. And that's where it's not, to me now, it's not just a breath, but it's more like it's my existence. It's yes. like the reason that, I, you know what I mean? Like yes. it's the of being alive and right. it's so profound. Mm. Yeah. How does the sound come into it? Because, you know, sound, um, I have through my life suffered through depression and music it's not the words and it's not the singer, but it's various sounds uh, literally um, vibrationally go into my body and, and rebalance me. It you know, becomes the expression or becomes the calmness, the serenity and helps me get back into breath. How is the sound you, you talked about, which I don't think I pronounced very uh, correctly, uh, that particular sound type sound. of Okay, explain that one, because uh, I don't think I've heard of that one. Yeah, so, well, primordial sound, specifically when you're talking about primordial sound, they're like the basic sounds of the universe. These are cosmic mm. sounds. Right. And we believe that the universe is made up of sound and vibration and frequency. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're working with sound, it's, it's so deep because what actually in, in many of my healings that I've worked, I, I, I did a lot of healings with healers and a lot of different gifted, beautiful beings of light mm -hmm. that um, I'm so lucky to know and I'm so grateful to experience. Um, I worked a lot. Actually, most of the time it was with sound because I, I have clear audience so I can hear. Mm -hmm. I can hear from my divine self. I can hear from the guides, from my angels, from the archangels. And so for me, the element of sound was, was 
my element to like really get into the, you know, the nooks and crannies of it. Um, because some people like to work with breath more. Some people like to work yeah. with sound more. And for me, it's sound. Um, now with primordial sound, this is not what you would typically think it is. So um, this is actually a technique really dating back to like 5,000 years ago in India. And it's coming from the Vedas. If, I don't know if you're familiar mm -hmm. with the, the Vedas, but those are the ancient texts of India yes. from like the first civilization. Yeah. And um, this type of sound meditation, it's more like you get the mantra for your soul, specifically for your soul. And this is so it's like the vibration of your soul. Mm. Um, and it's so it's very scientific at the same time. It's not just spiritual, but it is scientific because everything starts to kind of work together. It starts to make sense as you look at the quantum physics of it. Yes. Um, so as, as I was training, so I trained from the Chopra Center. We, we had to kind of learn a little bit about the science behind how this is working in the universe. Mm -hmm. um, so as you tap into these cosmic sounds that you get, you, so we generate the, your mantra based on the birth date, the time of birth and the location of birth. And as you're tapping into your own personalized mantra and there's about there's like 108 mantras cosmic sounds so yes you can have the same mantra as somebody else but it's going to be different because your prana your breath energizes it so your life force energy is energizing that mantra and it's going to be different it's like shoes mm -hmm. like you can have the same pair of shoes but it's going to fit differently you know it's going to it's going to be different when you actually wear them versus somebody else wearing them right because it's, it, yeah, it's, it's unique to you. So the same with the mantra, like the mantra fits according to your life force energy. Mm. And it's kind of like a dance that you do together because it starts unlocking like this hidden potential within you, like, like a aspect of you that you wouldn't know that, that exists if you hadn't tapped into this deeper potential. Right. So it, it's so interesting because Yes, it is sound, but it's way greater than sound. You're not just working with sound. It kind of starts to unravel everything in the whole universe. So the first, actually the first thing when I started the mantra, breath work came into me. So I started doing breath work. And then another type of, it was fractology that came into my life. Everything starts to open up. Mm -hmm. It does work through sound, but it, it, it's, it's like it's intelligent. It knows what you need yes. at that moment of time. And it's quantum. So it's working with your field, the quantum field, um, which is in the non-physical. And 99% of your life is really determined by the invisible forces in the quantum field that you're in. So it's the consciousness that changes your reality more than anything. So it doesn't make sense to kind of only work with the physical aspects of you. Right. You have yeah. to go way deeper into discovering like what is there beneath everything, like this mystery of life. Yeah, there's layers to everything. And, yeah. you know, what we're really looking at in life is getting in sync in rhythm. You know, when we're in rhythm with life, we go with the flow. We look at our own DNA, it's twisted. When we look at wavelengths, you know, they're, they're like this, but they, they're also kind of working together. What we're looking to do is, is um, our spiritual chi, our energy, our divine wisdom, I call the knowingness, and our, our humanness a human vessel coming together in a harmony, in succinctness. And because when we're in succinct with that um, purpose, that we understand why we're here and what we're here to do. And it opens up to everything because now we're, we're allowing the guiding to happen.
and we're allowing the source of energy to know how to um, battle through certain things, how to cope with things, how to even, you know, let the divine just come in and give you that knowingness you need when you need to know it. It's, it's getting into the rhythm of life, isn't it? Because life is a constant flow. Energy doesn't like to be blocked. Wind doesn't like to be harnessed. The water current is constantly needing to move. We need to constantly be moving in our, in our own spiritual energy. Um, so it's not about reaching something and having a nice little filing cabinet of it. It's about setting yourself free to go in the flow. Yeah, and then choice starts to come in. Yes. It's like, because I opened up myself to this greater divine self within me, which is the real part of me, if you Yikes. think about it, that is the real you. And this is, this is kind of like a video game version, I like to call it. This is like we're in the simulation experience. Um, but as you get to have choice, because you, you, know, you, you start to unleash your power. Yeah. So that brings a lot of, you have different options and, and you, know, you can go with different possibilities. It starts to bring infinite possibilities as my teacher Deepak Chopra, he loves talking about infinite mm. possibilities. Um, so when that starts to come in, it's almost as if like everything changes at a quantum level, like you, you cannot live the same way that you were living. And it's, it's not only on the physical, but like emotionally, mentally, it, on, on every single level, you start to realize and you start to see the universe for what it truly is. And that is, it's such a gift to be able to see it for what it actually is versus what we filter Perceive it. it you know, to me, yeah, it, it's, a, um, it's living at the every level of your chakras. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's totally being in tuned with your chakras and understanding why those chakras are there and where they are. And, it, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I did a show on um, chakra foods and that if we're craving a particular color of food, mm -hmm. that is because that particular chakra is needing to, to be, be nourished. Balanced. Right. To right. Be balanced. Yes. And so, you know, there are constant messages coming to us about keeping ourselves in the equilibrium keeping ourselves in balance. And when I say in balance, I don't mean that, you know, perfectly still. Um, you know, it's we don't want the seesaw effect where it's completely high and, and low, high and low. We it means that it's up and down constantly in the equilibrium movement, like like a sound wave, like a beat of a drum. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. there. But being aligned with our chakras is being in tuned with ourselves. And when our chakras are in tuned, we really are in flow and we're unstoppable. You're aligned. Yes, yeah. totally. But that's where yeah. the knowingness for, you know, for, for my teachings is that, you know, for, for the human understanding, I give it, it's uh, those gut instincts. I don't know why I know, I just know, right? And yeah. it, it, that's the soul divine speaking to our gut that then resonates with our heart and truth and goes to our spirit interaction and our mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And we don't need to verify it, validate it, justify it, anything. It is, it just is. And that knowingness is what we are always looking for, that truth, that is. And that's really sublime, isn't it? Yes. And the only way to really get into that knowingness is, is being open to it, like being open, like willing to dive yes. into it. Because if you don't make the choice to really go in, because I had many choices, you know, coming from a very deep traumatic life, I, I could have gone a different path, mm. but I had a choice to to really choose the divine it was a choice that i had to make um and 
for me, it was like, you know, I just, I just knew that like, this is what my heart wants. This is what I, I it, it was a knowingness of knowing that this is not, you know, the, the life that I came from is not the true me. It was, it was a life of conditioning, a life of, you know, being in fear, being in, in, in war and, and, and yes. hatred and, and not like, yeah. you know, that wasn't negative vibrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it took a lot of empowerment and choice. And, and it's so huge. Like this word is so huge for me because if I didn't have that, like if I didn't even have the awareness that I had a choice, I wouldn't be here. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, that is a word that gets thrown around a great deal, you know, well just choose. Uh, well, you want to choose not from the head, and I'm always saying to people, get out of the head. The head is programming. The head is conditioning. The head is yeah. the experiences that you had. It's still traumatic because it's not been able to work it out. You always have to go to your heart and soul to understand what your choices are, to understand what your truth is. The soul cannot lie to you. The heart will always be honest with you, even if it's breaking, right? And that spirit is that action. So it's that word choice, we have to look at it as a very beautiful word because it is our freedom. I choose to let go of the pain. I choose not to be a part of the drama. I exactly. choose to go in and let my divine light out. And this choice is my empowerment. Yeah, and nobody can take it away from me. And, and actually the first thing the archangels taught me um, as I, I'm still training with them. So it's gonna be, it's, it's a process of, like, you know, it, it could go forever because there's so much to learn in life. Yes. But the first thing that when I first started working with them was to discover which part of me is speaking when. So they had me write down what is my ego saying? What is my body saying? What is my spirit saying? Um, and, you know, and, and what, what do I believe? Like, yeah. what, what do I really want to believe? Like, which part of me do I want to say, yeah, this is the way that I want to go? Like, cho choosing. Yes. You know, do I want to the ego do I want to go with the spirit you know and and that was so life-changing yeah I, I did that for 90 days like I had a journal and I would write it down and I learned a lot about my ego <laughs> <laughs> but, you know that there's the ego of insecurity and that yeah. ego of insecurity is always looking for self-importance self-justification you know that um um then there's the difference of the ego of just trying to be worthy you know um feel worthiness in your own life, in your own existence, in what you're doing. Not by somebody else's standard. That's the thing. It's not by somebody else's standard to deem whether you are worthy or not. It's to do with your own, again, free will and choice of, um, I believe I am worthy of opening up to the universe and having the divine guide me into doing whatever work I need to do and not let the ego get in the way. But that's not to say you can't have self-pride and self-joy, because if you don't have joy in what you're doing, then you're doing something wrong. And this joy is actually coming from your innate divine presence. It's from yes. spirit that this yeah. joy comes. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's for me, it's like the breath almost. It's like, <laughs> this is your true essence. And so it's it's inevitable. Like you, you will have joy if you really tap in. Um, and then another thing I wanted to mention, the Course in Miracles, I, I started doing mm -hmm. that. And there's a line um, that was, uh, if I remember correctly, because something you said reminded me of the Course in Miracles. Um, 
Oh, it's not. It, uh, maybe it'll come back. It'll come to back me, to you. Will it will when you don't <laughs> think about it. It yeah, comes. It's like, there's like a really like flashing light. But anyway, <laughs> so you've you've really investigated a lot of things. I mean, uh, Deepak, um, I was actually recently on a summit to. Um, with him, which was very honored to be with so many wonderful people, the source of wonder, which I highly recommend listening to. Um, I do actually, I took all of the shows and put them up on my site as well. And, you know, there are some people that are, they're so true to who they are and what they're here to do that you, you know, you know that when you hear them or if you ever get to meet them, that you know what you're getting because they are their truth. You, you may not like it, because they see you and they hold you accountable to who you are, but they are an example of how to live in our truth without an apology, with that inner honesty. And there are certain people that are truly the leaders in that, and he's one of them. Um, and when we're willing to take that journey and explore, as you said, you know, the course of miracles and the Deepak Chakra, and you've done many other mediums, it's yeah. it's diving into everything and then taking a smidgen of this and a dash of that and making your own dish now this is your dish to share out with people it's not mimicking everyone else it's combining those beautiful teachings together in your own format and you have to know yourself to be able to do yes. that because yes. it's so much easier to to stay in the surface and kind of just take pieces of what maybe other people have shared with you or what you have learned in that way. But then there's a whole nother level to it when you've kind of really gotten intimate with life. You've yeah. gotten intimate with yourself and that divine intimacy is what leads to the creation of what you want to do and your vision for this lifetime. It's that intimacy with life that you created on your own, the relationship with your own life, with your own soul, with your own spirit that leads to creation. Every single thing we do is about relationships, yeah. whether it's business, whether it's a loved one, whether it's with your family, whether it's with the universe, whether it's with the planet, it's all a relationship. It's how are we bringing ourselves to this relationship? You know, uh, the human mindset is, well, what can I get out of this? What's in it for me? Well, that's such a human way of thinking about it. It's not a, a spiritual, a divine human way of looking at it when we look at it is what can i bring to this what can i share with this what can i give because you know in that sharing and that giving the abundance that you're going to feel is far more than any little mind can think up and it's it's coming out of like this love that you yeah. have for life yeah. for source and it's not something like i couldn't just tell you like, let's, let's go love source. It's, it's right. a feeling that rises within you from your own experience or from you opening your heart to source and which, which is what this talk is really about. It's right. about, are you, are you going to choose to really get deeper and, and really know the creator and really like feel, feel the creator. That's the right word feel yes. because it's, it's more like, I want to be able to feel that in my experience, not just think about it, not just, analyze it and because you can't really analyze it but like how much can I feel the creation like even you know like everything everything not just one aspect of it but how much can I feel it in every moment in every human being in every animal in every tree and and I do a ritual like I actually 
talk to trees every like I, ha- I do this every day I love I go trees outside. conversation <laughs> it's wonderful yeah, because, and I have the gift where I can I can feel like so yeah. I clear sentience as well as well as clear audience and and it that was another thing the archangels like they they started asking me to just go out and and communicate because I can do that and I was like oh I I, I knew that. I did that as a child but I had forgotten about it because a lot of like, you know, life happened and trauma happened and I forgot about my gifts. And then I started again um, and it was beautiful. I went deeper and deeper and deeper. And now like, I feel like they're my soul sisters. Like yes. separate. And they have yeah. such conversations with you. You know, I remember one time walking down an avenue of trees and they were rustling me like crazy. I said, you're being very noisy today. I can't hear you. All of a sudden the trees just stop. No rustle, nothing. And then it was just the gentle rustle. And it's in that rustle of the leaves and the swaying of the branches and the wind dancing through through them that you know, it is the language that they're speaking. And it, it transcends the mind. You know, I always say we, we need to feel our thoughts. If we just think, we limit ourselves. When we feel our wisdom, when we feel our knowledge, our thoughts will expand beyond what they can do on their own. So it is essential that we feel the knowledge because that opens up our minds to what is possible. And it's a feeling universe. Oh, yeah. It's all about, yeah. And that's how vibration works. That's how sound. So if you're not in the feeling state of it, you can't really vibrate with it. No. So you have to feel it to be able to vibrate with it. That's the secret of everything. So if you want to really... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It, it's, I had a friend who um, got given a gift of basically healing vibration. And mm-hmm. he just, we used to go dog walking in the mornings and every morning it would be the same thing. I need to understand this. I've become a conduit, but I don't know how it works. And, and every morning I would say the same thing. Stop thinking, start feeling and just do. You will be yeah. guided to do. The moment you're out of your head, and you're into your heart, soul, and spirit, that universe is speaking to you, you will know exactly what to do. But the knowingness is is what you don't know, and it will give you what you need to know. And we're so hell-bent as human beings of having to know it all. How does it work? Why does it work? Who does it benefit? And it, you know, it's get out of that, get out of that. Because if, if you get stuck in that thought, you're going to lose the connection of the feeling and the feeling is where the divine comes in. And it seems quite impossible to, to actually be able to change the mind, like to retrain, yeah. but it's actually not as difficult as it seems. Like I, I did a lot of practices. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of practices. Um, and I, was, I also did, of course, hypnosis, which really helps with the subconscious mind. But right now I'm talking about the, the retraining of just how you think in everyday life. So the conscious mind. Um, but it, it, it's actually almost as if you're dialoguing with the mind. That's what I actually mm. learned from, um, if you know Marissa Peer, she's a hypnotherapist, but it's like you're dialoguing with the mind and, and you don't have to identify with the mind. Like you can, you, you, again, it comes to choice. Like I choose to maybe just observe the mind. And so I'm not being attached to the thoughts that are coming, but I'm just going to be in the observation of it, which kind of creates space between you and the mind. And then Mm. it becomes easier to be in the body to become more centered. Because if I I had the same issue where I'm like all the time in my mind and my mind is like restless, it's not so grounded. That's just the way my mind is. 
um, and, and, you know, and, and it's great because I'm creative. I've got so many ideas, but when it comes to really like navigating from, from a different place from, from the heart, you want to be more in the body because the body is, is it's, it's a divine instrument given to you. Like your body yeah. knows it has intelligence. So the same with but, the heart. But that's a big point. Everybody thinks the brain is the intelligence. The brain is the hard drive. It's what makes our body work. The programming yeah. is in the mind. Right? Yeah. And we are uh, victims of, mm-hmm. uh, of what we have been taught. And we look at the world right now, it, it is so dysfunctional. Because uh, somewhere along the line, we cut off the intuition. We cut off the divine intellect of our soul, heart and spirit. Uh, and our body used to be so in tuned with that. We were healthier. We were more productive. We were more in tuned with the world and the universe. And then you know, came the academic. Now, yes, I'm not knocking academic, but I am knocking academic if that's all it is. Because now you're stuck in the intellect of the mind and you could be as bright as you want with all the letters passed over your name. But if you don't know how to use that knowledge, then where are you? The wisdom on how to use the knowledge lies in the soul, heart and spirit. So you could be as brainy as you want, but unless you listen to the whole soul, heart and spirit on how to use that knowledge, all it is is a database. And it's like the real, it's, it's like the true divine knowledge. That, yes. You know, and, and if you really look at quantum physics and all the different, you know, the science behind spirituality, it, it makes sense. It makes sense to, to really value that type of knowledge more than any, you know, like just the normal level, everyday knowledge that we yeah. have of everything, because it's in the deeper parts, the deeper realms that lies the treasure, the, the secrets yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, an, another genre called quantum spirituality. And uh, the reason why I opened that one up is actually, you know, this talk really goes under both of those genres. But, you know, what was so wonderful is talking to people who are scientific. He's saying we finally get it through the quantum physics. We understand that energy is measurable and that the higher the energy, the more the evolution of frequency, the higher the vibration, the higher the healing. And that people who choose to live in spirituality are resonating on that high vibration. So it's not all about hippie kumbaya and abstaining from life. It's just that they're working on a higher plane of energy. And the higher you go in your consciousness, in that vibration, uh, you cannot knowingly do harm to anyone else. It's just against your very beingness. And so a lot of scientists are now truly understanding the, um, the whole frequency of chi energy of the divine energy and exactly the impact that it's having. Yes. Um, it's also like for me um, in this moment, uh, as I'm, as I'm like, you know, I'm going through a lot of transformation and uh, we're in this ascension pathway right now, mm-hmm. as you know, the earth is going through. Oh, whole- yeah. <laughs> you know, we can talk about that for hours. Which is really exciting, you know. It's it's exciting to be a part of this um, period, and we chose to be here, yes. so it is an opportunity. Um, but as we're going through this ascension pathway, um, and and you know, uh, there are groups of souls living in higher consciousness, mm. um, you know, and and every you know every being that is choosing to live in that higher consciousness, 
is like creating massive ripples in the entire universe. Like, I, I don't think they even know it, but like, it's so profound. Like one person, one being choosing, even, even in the micro choices, mm -hmm. not just the, the big choices, but the micro choices of everyday living. Like I constantly think, um, like when my ego kind of tries to trick me, cause it does that, mm -hmm. it tries to trick me into like for a moment going into fear or, or like even like, you know, just in, in small things from day to day, you know, living. And, and I catch myself and the, the instant thought that I can transmute it into is I stand with source. No, I don't need to choose fear. It, but that one thought has changed my life. I apply it in every situation now mm -hmm. when I know this is the ego and I don't have to like, I can honor that it's there. I don't yeah. have to like feel the ego or whatever, but I can just choose a different thought. And even in that micro choice, it leads to like, it, it's amazing. It yeah. changes everything. Just one thought. Like I stand in source and this is, this is how I want to live. This is, this is the way that I want to live. And we are turning that volume up on it right now. I was given a saying two and a half, three years ago, the universe is going to shake us up to wake us up for us to stand up and change it up. And it is right now on a global level, it's shaking us up and it, it's kind of shaking out the crap and it's really bringing to the surface the predicaments that we have as human beings have put ourselves in. And it's saying, you know, to us, while you're busy pointing fingers at, that it's everybody else's fault, there's three pointing back at you. So what are you going to do about it? And that it is raise your own consciousness raise your own participation, your own contribution, and step into something that is more meaningful because we've been living shallow for so long. And this is what's got us into trouble. And we're seeing such a divide in the world right now. And that's the shaking out, the choice. You can go with the fear of the hate, or you can choose to go with the love, the kindness and the caringness. Which choice are you going to make? That's your free will. But we're seeing more and more people chasing and choosing the love and wanting to be a part of that higher consciousness that they're open and ready to receiving. And that ripple effect is really taking effect right now. The media is only going to show you one thing, right? It's yeah. going to show you the garbage. But on the other hand, other people say, I don't want that. I don't want that. There must be another way. I'm open to receiving. So this is the best time to be somebody who is offering that way out, that offering that how to open your consciousness, how to accept your divineness, how to learn what your meaningful purpose is. Because there are so many people who have chosen not to go the hate road, to go the love road, but they don't know how. This is the best time for them, isn't it? Yeah, and many people ask like what like what is the way to opening up to a different level of consciousness because it doesn't seem so easy for many you know and, and it's for, for an intellectual mind it isn't because they're disconnected yeah. right yeah. it's open your heart <laughs> yeah but the, and this you know with primordial sound meditation it kind of it's so remarkable because it kind of does it for you instantly like on on i mean maybe it's not instant like it, it's right. different for everyone person right for me of course it was more instantaneous because you know maybe of the the, the i don't know the past lives or mm. you know the karma that I, so it's individual i'm not saying it's going to be instantaneous for everyone but 
it is the process that accelerates no matter where you are in your journey, who you are, um, where you come from. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where, yeah, it doesn't matter. How rich or poor, the color, the sex, the religion, yeah, anything, it doesn't matter. Right. The physical, non-physical, yeah. everything is, yeah. is matter and spirit are one. So it doesn't matter. But, um, with this process, that's the thing that, you know, it, it brought me here was the fact that my evolution of, you know, life of everything, it, it was accelerated to a level that I, I could never imagine me, you know, I, I could never imagine me being a, a promoter on meditation teacher today. Mm. And I, I don't know how it happened. Like it was something You followed that the was, path, you allowed. Yeah, it, it happened, like fell from the sky. It happened right at the, and it, it happened right after I went through the, the painful experience with mm. my birth mother and, and I was lost and I, I asked for help. That's all you really have to do is like, yeah. I asked for help. I asked God to help because I couldn't like I, that, that time I, I couldn't breathe. Like it was mm. suffocating. So I, I was on this, like, it, it was almost kind of like initiation actually, mm. if I think about it. Um, I'm, I'm at this, this bus stop, like she, she drops me off and, and that's it. Like, I know I'm never going to see her again. And in that moment, I'm like, I want to cry, but it, it hurts too much to cry. Yes. Yes. So it was like, okay, I'm going, I'm moving to another, uh, I, I've been already around like 14 countries. I decided to, I think that time I was going to Cyprus because that was the only option then. Um, and the moment that I, I just, you know, I just took, I, I took the ticket and I, I just left and I had no idea what I was going to do. I just wanted to leave because she lives in America and I was in America and I just wanted to leave and I knew it was over and I left and it was like, Oh, I can't, I can't, I cannot describe, like, it was so beautiful what happened to me in Cyprus. It was like source energy was like speaking to me in different ways. Like the language of the universe started opening mm. up to me in a different way than what I knew before. Cause I was already like seeking before I was, I was a traveler. I was, you know, I was a nomad. I was mm. moving from country to country in, you know, in not, and I wouldn't stay that long in each country. So it was quite fast. And so the growth, the growth was happening quite fast. And I was evolving because I was moving a lot. But then when this happened and I had to really, like this was a different type of evolution. Yeah. And I, I couldn't have gotten that through my traveling, you know, from all yeah. those countries. So when this happened, it was like, wow, I, I could not imagine that. Like, it was a treasure. Like mm. I, today, I, of course it hurts. Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't hurt. Right. Exactly. Then, you know, there's still, of course there's still pain. Like, of course there's still a wound and, and I work with it and I've done the forgiveness work and I've done the inner child work. Um, and I'm still in that process. It's not over. It's never going to be over. Cause it's, it's, you know, it, it can go on and on. There's different layers to that process. Yes. Um, but with, with this, it was like, the rate of evolving through everything, you know, in, in this amount of time, like you could never imagine that I, I could have done this, you know, on my own without primordial sound meditation. Mm. It, it, that's how profound it was for my life. Like it took me from utter like resentment, hurt, mm. pain, anger, and which, which are like, you know, they're justified feelings. Yes. They're not bad they're so justified, especially in that moment when you're like, you know, when you're like, what the heck, you just abandoned me again. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah. So they were so, um, 
justified, but I didn't know, like I, I was, I, I could be stuck there. I could be stuck in those feelings for like another hundred years. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have known how to get out of that because there was, there was layers and layers and layers of pain and, and going even in, and this was actually, um, one or two years ago. So even in that amount of time, how much I have changed, evolved from, from being in that hurt and resentment and pain to today being empowered and, and not only empowered, but being able to feel my true self, holding my own energy, grounding into my own energy, in my own body, in my own heart, and, and being able to radiate my true essence in, in everything that I do and like with intention. So before I didn't, I wasn't clear on my intention. I didn't know what I was doing. Now it's like, I'm very clear with, with every intention to, to be one with that true self, to be, you know, to co-create with that divine self in everything. And it's a miracle that I could go from that to, to being where I am today. Like it, it makes me cry. It, it's amazing. It's a miracle. You chose to, um, and you know, I've interviewed so many people. I can I I can't tell you out of the, you know, the over two thousand shows that I've done of how many people, um, the lives have been affected by what happened to them as a child, and mm -hmm. you know, neglect, abandonment, of course, abuse, um, which comes on so many different levels, and how that and it doesn't matter how successful they've got in their lives, that that pain, has always been their blockage. It's always, you know, stop them from being happy in what they've achieved or what they do. The fact that you had probably done some soul searching and opening up before you saw her, that, you know, and the, the pain and the suffering that she gave you in that moment, but you knew there was a different light. She gave birth to you, but she wasn't your mother. The universe exactly. is your mother. And yes. the universe oh, was saying, said, I'm said. there. I'm there for you. Here are my arms. Feel the pain of the loss. That's okay. Feel it. Let it go. We are, I'm there for you. I'm your mother. And this is something we forget. We, we get very attached to our physical, um, you know, children and parents, etc. Yeah. And if they, if they do us wrong, you know, it's like, what did I do to deserve this? And it's like they're doing the best they can in their own journey of life. And one of the big things one has to do in order to move on is forgive. Because you can't move on and let that a universe just grab hold of you and wrap its arms around you unless you're willing to let go and forgive. Okay, you just said it so beautifully. I, I, I just want to take a moment to honor that because it's exactly what the Divine Mother said. Mm -hmm. like, exactly. It's like you were there. <laughs> but it's the way that she expressed it, it and it's not you know sometimes now, now i can hear words and and different things from all you know from source energy from different types of you know from all manifestations of yeah. source but in that moment and when i i didn't have I, I didn't have clear audience yet so i was still mm -hmm. in that you know that stuckness it communicated to me through a different way that only i could understand in that moment right makes sense so it was so unique to my perception and my experience of life like it's it's like this this energy this source energy understood that deep level of pain it knew everything and mm. it was it was like it was there to like hold me and nurture me in in a way that no you know maybe nobody else could right it was 
it was so like, yeah. And it, it, it's even hard to put words to it. It's, it's, it has to be felt. It, I cannot talk about source with words. It's actually, it, it needs to be felt. And that's what, you know, my mission for everything that I do, um, it, the, the intention that shows up for me today is that it doesn't matter like what type of coaching or what type of meditation. In the end, it's more about, can I get people to feel that, right. that energy? Like, that energy, but not, not just the energy, but to feel the whole experience of it within themselves so yeah. that it reveals, it reveals themselves to themselves. Does that make sense? That's a lot yeah, of it, it's almost like an ascension beyond body. Yeah. And it's, yeah. um, you know, uh, one of the things I love to do is travel into the universe and it, you're in nothingness and everythingness. Everything you need to know is yeah. right there when you need to know it. you're in nothingness. You're just floating because you're out of body right? You're just at yeah. home. And you know, when people pass, I always say they've gone home. The universe is, is they become part of that universal energy, that universal wisdom, you know, ready to apply. And if we can ascend or transcend from the pain into that wonderful warmth, that, that peace, you know, that's the thing what people don't understand what peace is. It is that, just that beautiful breath of letting everything go and being at one with the universe in peace. And it's really hard to explain unless you've been there. But the invitation is to help people go on that journey to get there because then they'll understand. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that's very profound. But yes, um, it's, it's, it's something um, it's something that's always waiting for you. Like it's, mm. it's always there. Like, you know, it doesn't even matter who you are, where you are. As I said, it's, it's, it's an invitation that is for every single yes. person out there. Yes. And so there is no spiritual one-upmanship. There's nothing no. like that. There's nothing. And I used to think, Oh, I'm, I'm more spiritual than my mother. I'm more spiritual <laughs> than my father, but it's not true. It's really not true. You're just working she on a different own, vibration. You're yeah, a different instrument to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and her own experience and, and, for her, her divine self is working with her in, in, in its own way. Yeah. So, you know, we all have that divine self that is unique to us at the same time. So it's more like, yes, you can, we can um, generalize the source energy, but it's so unique. It's like your own intimate relationship with your own divine self that makes it unique. Yeah. So it's not something to be generalized, but also something to be really tuned into and, and, the unique talents and gifts that come from that are so unique to you. That's why we're all so different at the same time, even though we're all yeah. one. I, I call it your instrument. When you discover what your instrument is, you learn to play it. And then you bring it to the orchestra of life. Yes. It creates a symphony that then resonates and inspires and invites others to get up and dance and to fly and seek their own instrument. But is what is our instrument? Some people are gifted with two or three. Wonderful. Some people only have one instrument and it's very profound. It's the soloist in, in, in the orchestra. And it is not for us to compare instruments. The triangle is just as important as the violinist. It's to play our instrument well by honoring the gift that we have been given. And it's not about competition or comparing. It's about collaboration. It's about caring. It's about compassion. It's about being that instrument and making sure that in that honor of this gift, that we are resonating it out in truth, 
in love. Because when we do it from that place of love, then it's going to reach the people that need it and will become their arms, become the arms around them in their time of need. And we all have that instrument inside of us. We all are gifted. It's just a question. Do we choose to explore it in our own self-discovery of what that instrument is? And are we willing to take that journey into beingness? So beautifully said, Sarah. Wow. <laughs> um, with that, I want to share this because we're talking about gifts. Mm. And my higher self and my guides recently gave me a vision in, in a breathwork session. I went really deep. It was three hours and I like, it's almost like I was in an altered state of consciousness, which is such a gift. It's, such oh, a, it's gift. a lovely place to be actually. <laughs> yeah. It's a lovely, yeah. yeah. And but anyone can do it because anyone yes. can do breath because we have breath. So it's not that I'm unique to that and anyone can really start breath work. So what I saw was, you know, because I was asking my divine self, like, I was like, can you show me the way? Like, what do you want me to create in this lifetime like I want to know now because I or I want a glimpse of it now because I'm so excited I'm so ready and I'm there like I'm you want ready. your blueprint you want your blueprint right yeah exactly yes. yeah and so she gave me a little bit of a piece there in this breathwork session and I was like wow I I'm like so satisfied with just this piece so mm. I can't imagine what's what's gonna show up later on um as a child, because I grew up in India and I was really connected with India. Of course, I had to change countries. Mm. And when I changed families, I had to change to America. Um, and it was harder because I, I had become used to India. Mm. Um, but when I was in India, I used to really connect with the local Indian women. Like I used to really love like the culture, the people. Mm. It, it's a very emotional culture. They right. use their hearts way, like a lot, a lot more than, you know, some other places. And, um, and for me, it really resonated with me. Um, and in the breath work, I saw myself connecting with these local Indian women, you know, whether it's in, in a village or, you know, wherever, but the real, that, like, they're like the heart of India. Like yeah. when you see them, their humility, their grace, they're like, they're like the treasure, you know, of, of India. And, and I the saw, soul, the heart. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw the higher self giving me this, um, she, she was almost kind of, asking me to bridge these women to the Western women that I've like, mm. I traveled around so many countries for six years. Um, and now I was like, wait, I connect with so many different types of people. Now I've become global. I'm not just Indian. I'm not just American mm. or Hungarian. I'm global. I have this gift where I can connect these Western women and local Indian women in villages that, 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 that don't know a different way of life that don't speak English, but I can connect them in, in the work that I do. And so in that moment, I was like, yes, I'm going to, you know, maybe not now, but after COVID yes. um, next year, probably at the end of next year, like now I'm developing a way, uh, a type of retreat to have, of course, primordial sound meditation would be part of it. Yes. Um, but it, th that's not like the entirety of it. It's more to connect the souls of the local Indian women that, you know, are so humble and so graceful um, with the empowerment of the Western women. Mm. So it's, it's like they, they, they need marrying each other. it together. To yeah. To really change. It's going to change lives. I feel it. Um, mm. And I felt, I felt the impact of it in the breath work of what, what that was going to do for people. Because when you, when you really see the other side from a soul perspective, it, you, there's there's nothing like 
deep connection, you know, through, um, through empowerment, through, through knowing that, that this person, even though this person grew up in a different way, in a different culture, so opposite from me, she's exactly like me. You know, she's exactly like her heart is the same. And so, yeah, there's a perfect way of what you're doing there because it's, um, we look at a lot of Western society and, and there's so much emptiness because the emphasis is on what you have and not who you are uh, or who you are with what you have. You know, it's not being put on the emphasis of the heart and soul connection. It's all external. And so many are hungry, so hungry to go internally and they don't know how. And just being around people that live from the internal out, that live from the heart and soul. I, I, I know somebody who did go to India and she said that it's changed her life completely. Her connection with herself afterwards was just something she had never experienced before. And that, you know, wasn't doing any breath or meditation. That was just simply being around the people you're talking about. And that's what we need because Western society has become very shallow and they need some of that honest, profound, simple um, harmony that comes from people that live humbly for them to truly understand the real enrichment, the real abundance of life. It's not in the external of life. It's always on the internal of life. So beautifully said again, Sarah. Um, it, yes. It, so it's, it's, again, it's in the feeling. It's in yes. the heart. So when, yes. when you connect these women together or you connect two souls together that are so separate physically, yeah. because they, it's almost opposite. Like these, these look totally women, different lives. <laughs> Yeah, they have to walk four kilometers to get water. They right. don't have electricity. They don't have anything in their villages. And when I saw that, um, and, and I actually saw it more recently when I was traveling, like the first country that I ever, ever traveled across was India because I started, I, 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 left, I left Chicago where I was growing up and I made a decision to start in India because that's my home country. And I really discovered my roots. I discovered everything about me in, in mm. going around. That was the first, you know, it, was, it, it will always be special. It was the first place I started right. before I did the 14 other countries. <laughs> but um, it, now it's 16, actually. But yeah, so the first place, and, and I found, and there, and there was this beautiful, like, ecological place in the south of India. And, and that changed my life forever because it planted more seeds in my mind. Mm. Um, and, and of course that was, that was amazing. But basically what I saw was the life that people live, um, that we don't actually know about. We don't actually know about what the experience of life is because we don't get to see that in, in Western society in, in, you know, we, we can maybe research about it. We can think about it, but but it's um, detached. It, it, you know, yeah. it, it, there isn't well, that we, sense of yeah. really, really understanding what they're going through. We can't know it no. until we actually go experience there and feel, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to bring it together, bring like bridge them together because they need, it's like, I think the Dalai Lama said that it's, it's Western women that are going to change the world. And, and I, you know, this is just a catalyst. I, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. I have to introduce you to a few people that have got very involved with India. One guy had a manufacturing plant in India doing DVDs and he would go over there several times a year. And then he, uh, somebody took him to a village and he realized there's no running water and there's no toilets. 
and kids aren't going to school because there isn't a toilet, there isn't running water. And he realized that how few toilets were and running water was actually in India, changed his business, yeah. sold his business completely, has a complete foundation to put toilets and washrooms, etc., in schools now. And, you know, from that, just the, the people, how wonderful the people are and, and the fact that they don't have this. And there's another wonderful ecological journalist there that I have to introduce you to. There's a few people I've interviewed in that have either been a part of India or, you know, um, have been affected by it. And that's where the synergy is. That's, you know, that's part of the, the orchestra, isn't it? Each one of you are following your passion, but you don't know how it can overlay. And, you know, it, if it can invite people from the Western world to see that despite the struggles, what, what these people are going through, they're together. They're together in a harmony that cannot be bought. It is something yeah. that it comes from the soul and the heart, but they lack this. Then the Western society can help them with that, while the Eastern society helps them find the core within themselves. There's always a marriage somewhere. Oh yes, um, it's it's magic, really. It's, yes, it's, it's, and and it's it's source doing all the work. Oh yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just yeah, like just putting us all pieces together, right? You know, and how we slot it in is up to us. But they're just presenting the pieces. <laughs> yeah, like how I'm here today, right yep. now. It's source energy just working through us. Exactly, um, to be able to be of service. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. the point: being of service. You yeah. know, when we step into not servants, you know, servitude, because that yeah. could be, you know, almost slavery in many cases, but to choose to be of service. That's where we really actually understand what we're really here for. We're here to be of service to one another. We're here to share, to give, to uplift, to inspire, to invite, uh, to nurture, to love. That's what we're here, because the more we give out, the more we receive back. It's not what's in it for me. It's what are you willing to give? And it will come back to you in other ways. You'll never be of lack when you are in spirit. You'll never be alone. You'll never be lost. You'll always be guided. Just be still and be silent and be tuned in. That's the point of it all, isn't it? And you've been chosen for this path, clearly from birth. That's the reason why they took you through the tumultuous life, right? And gave you that ignition of heart and spirit young, because this is your journey. Yeah, and I, like I said, it was divinely crafted. So I had to experience the, the Indian culture and the Indian family yes. system and experience America. And I had to experience 14, 15 other, 16 other countries. Yep. And now coming to, like now in this moment, it starts to piece together. Like yes. now it starts to make sense. That time maybe didn't make sense so much. Of course, I didn't, it was all in my subconscious mind. Like it was numbed out yep. as a child. I don't, I didn't recall any of it really until, you know, I tried to really discover what happened. But then in the end, I, you know, I, I couldn't figure it out. There's no way to figure out why somebody did something or why this person, you know, like how this war started. Because there's so many different layers to it. There's not one, you know, there's not one reason for why people fight. It's more like it, that's what was called for in the moment. And, and, and actually in my book, I wrote a book, it's on my website, which I talk about the darkness that was created kind of, mm. you know, it, it served the greater purpose. It served the highest purpose and the highest good of all in the end, because that darkness, it, it ignited my spiritual desire and desire yeah. to see the light. Right. Yeah. When we can, when we're 
in darkness in fear all we can see is darkness and we feel that there's no light ahead of us when we're in darkness in peace we are the light within the darkness and that's the difference and that's where we need to be is to be the light in our own darkness i love the darkness for that is my canvas that's where I can paint. But there was a period in my life where I was so lost in my life that I was in the darkness struggling to get out. Not able, you know, there was a light over there and I just didn't know how to get there. And that was my journey of birthing myself to come back out into being who I really am meant to be. The reason we go through struggles is for us to go through the process. Why are, what is our strength? What is our courage? What is our abilities? What is our purpose? We discover that through going through the struggles. And then we know who we are, what we're here to do, and we can get on with it. And yeah, and your soul chose this. Yes. Before you yes. So it's you, you actually crafted it by yourself. You chose the people to come into your life to teach you this lesson. Like for me, it was self-love, mm -hmm. which I, you know, it took me a while, but I, now I'm, I'm getting it now, right? After yes. so many, <laughs> now it's been like a lot of stuff that has happened. So that's, I think there was an avoidance of not love, like of not wanting to be in love with myself or be you know some there was some blockage there and now as I uncovered it, it it's magnificent like yes I can just I can just not do anything and love myself today because of everything that's happened um and so you're, not, you're not reliant on other people's love for you to love yourself yeah, yeah, right because I had to get over the fact right. that yeah my parents couldn't give it to me because they had their own traumas they had their own um need for being loved by their parents so right. they acted on you know whatever their parents asked of them um, because in India we have very close-knit families mm -hmm. and, and everyone wants you know we have it's a whole system um, but of course now everywhere in the world you want to please your parents because you want to be loved right mm -hmm. it's something that's so common um, and for me to not have that love and then still be able to discover it within myself is a gift because later on it's like now now I'm 27, but as I move, you know, forward in my life, I'm not going to be depending on other people for that love because I've learned it early on and that's serving me. Hallelujah, so well. my dear. Hallelujah. <laughs> you don't know how many people that are on this journey into discovering their own self-love and that I am enough. I am yeah. enough in my it existence. It, it is a lifetime. And, and for, you know, my yeah. generation, uh, it was almost waiting for the permission permission to place that love upon yourself because we were brought up always that to be in service or servitude of, of other people and you couldn't place any love or self-importance upon yourself um so you know the fact that you gain that you have discovered this so young and now you are that beacon of light and you you know you have all these wonderful courses and and you've written a book already and you you know i mean you're you are that beacon of light for other people you can't force the light on them but you can be an inspiration that becomes an invitation for them to want to step into the light how amen to that <laughs> <laughs> so tell people about the course that you're offering your yeah well you had the epiphany of obviously of of bringing east and west together which i think is marvelous and i definitely want to introduce you to a few people there but what the course that you're actually offering now during our COVID times Yes, um, thank you so much for asking. So um, what I do offer now on the web, so my website is divinebreathoflife.com um, and 
you'll have it, it's it first gives like an overview of who I am and you know what I'm all about um, and then there's a course there's an online course um, which kind of is it's opening your heart to God that's the name mm-hmm. um, of you know of, of that course um, it's it's simplified it's 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 actually my essence of like being a child of being joyful being um, in wonderment. Mm. Yeah. And using that to guide people into that feeling state of, you know, source. So it, it's using the, the innate gifts and talents that I had, because I had to really dig deep to, to do this, to make this course. It wasn't, uh, like, of course, it didn't take as long because I was already attuned to myself. But I had to really like, I had to make sure that it was an integrity with who I am, mm. what I'm offering, my intention of being here, of being of service. Um, so when you start to piece all of those parts, the integrity, the innate gifts and talents and, and being in that feeling state, what came up was of like this, this interesting, I, I'd like to call it uh, kind of like a dance, I guess, mm-hmm. an interesting dance of, of just dancing with, with the universe, like with source in, 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 in your own way. Like you get to carve your own path. Mm-hmm. This is uh, leading, helping you carve out that path so that you get into that soul essence and you get into that feeling state yourself. So it's not me being like a teacher, right. but it's, it's me allowing you. It's like an invitation. Right. That's the word. That to I open use. Up. It's an, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an invitation to take the call, take the quantum leap of faith, which, um, my, my personal Archangel is Archangel Michael. And he always like, if I'm down, he'll always remind me of the time that I took the call to action. Cause there was, there was a clear time. um, I was age 20 when I left my old life. And I said, I don't want to live this life. And I took, there was a greater call and I said, okay, I'm going, I'm leaving my father. I'm leaving this, this traumatic childhood and I'm going out in the world and I'm creating a new path. For myself and so there was there was this bigger call and he he just he like beams with light when he when he reminds me of that moment of like you know you did that you left everything i had no money i had no family no friends i had nothing and i took the call it was that was brave like to yes. do that as, you know as as a young girl that didn't you know i didn't receive love from you and then i was and i yeah of course i was scared but I still chose courage in that moment. And he's, he's all about courage. He's all about being a warrior, yeah. um, warrior of light. Yeah. He's and very much so, my angel too. He's always on my shoulder. Yeah. So yeah. All he, he, well, he's here right now. So yeah. pushing <laughs> yeah. us on, come on, you can do it, girl. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's like, like, Oh my God, I would start crying when I talk about Archangel Michael. <laughs> because it is one of my, like the archetypal energies, mm. right? Like there's Archangel mm. Michael for me and also mother Mary. Um, and she represents the divine feminine for me. Um, so both of them together, they have been, and then this is very much what the book is about, like how the divine forces took over and like, I could tap into them and, and be held by them, nurtured and yes, supported yes. by them. And then, then, and then have that awakening and, and that evolutionary process, that ascension process through them. Um, and it, it's not over, obviously it, it's continuing, but that was the, the beginning of something greater of, right. of, wow, like life is magic. Like life is a miracle. That was the beginning of that 
that whole thought form. The wake up. Um, <laughs> the wake up, right. Yeah. The wake up. yeah. So in the course, I kind of pieced it all together. Like, yeah, I do talk a little bit about, you know, the archangels and everything. And, and I also have the other option. So of course, one option is just doing the online course. But the other option is it's a mentorship where I actually do life coaching with you and primordial sound meditation instruction. Mm. So that is like, that would be the ideal if you can, you know, I, I would say if you can really do that, that would be the, the option that has more to it that can accelerate that process way further. So with, with the primordial sound meditation instruction, everything is, it's, it's, it's very much live, like intimate, right? It's, mm. it's more like, you're like I, the music I, teacher teaching people their instrument. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Because there's not, you can't really do this in any other way because it's right. such a deep thing. Like to give yes. someone their, their initiation onto a spiritual path mm -hmm. is one of like, that's one of the biggest ways that I can be of service. I feel in my heart because that is that that is the true like it's it's the divine gift you know the true divine gift that I'm being able to offer um and of course I'm just a conduit but source yeah. is really gifting them this new leap of you know this quantum leap into another life and there could be no other better gift no gosh I, mean, I, want, I promise you folks come on in the waters are great you know be willing yeah. to take the journey so your 10-week course is really kind of the introductory of 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 kind of understanding you know what beautiful spirit and sources out there uh, mm -hmm. getting in tune to it but your mentorship is then taking the people that want the one-on-one -on -one of how to really fine-tune yeah. their own yeah. source being um, and allowing themselves to open up um, in trust in faith you know I always say you know um, you know going blind deaf and dumb in order to see hear and feel you know, sometimes you just, you know, I can't see. And it's only when you're willing to go blind to everything else around you that you start to see what really is meant to be in front of you. So the willingness, right? You can't help people unless they've made the choice to be open to receive and allow what is meant to happen to them to happen to them. And if it brings up trauma, then that's what you are meant to deal with to go through so that you can be free of it on the other side. So this is part of their experience and their own self-discovery. Yeah. And, and there's no end to it because, you know, in some cases, like for me, I had to work with the inner child. So yes. That was so important because of yeah. the trauma. So the first thing that the exercises that Archangels gave to me was to work with that inner child and to neutralize these programming these programs and belief systems that I had that were holding me back. Right. So that again, it's not, that would be in the mentorship, but it wouldn't be available to you in the online course. And that's the difference between doing the course and doing the mentorship. But of course the course on its own has its own beauty. Like it's simple. Mm. It's, it's, it's inviting you into a different level of life. Still, like you would still enter. Yeah. Um, and maybe a get a glimpse of, of what their instrument is. Yes, and then once exactly. they know what their instrument is, then the mentorship really shows them how to play it. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And, you know, this is the thing, as I've said, you know, people are hungry right now. You know, they're just mm -hmm. sick to death of everything that's going on and especially the hate and the discord and the division. And they just don't want to be around it anymore. Is there, is there peace anywhere? Well, you are the peace that you're seeking. The peace lies within you.
You are the solution the world needs. You are the wisdom the planet needs. All you have to do is ignite your heart and soul into being. And that means allow, get out of your head, get into your heart and soul and switch yourself on because the universe source is ready. It's ready to envelop you and guide you and nurture you and love you and show you how to love yourself. It's all there. It's just, are you willing to take that first step? Wow. Yes. Um, and, you know, like even if you take one step towards it, it takes a thousand towards you. Yes. Like that's that's been yes. my experience of um, it's because it's on your side. It's yes. like it does everything to get like because a lot of people think life, you know, yeah, maybe it's fair, but, you know, there's so many there are so many obstacles and, mm. you know, we get trapped. But at the same time, if you're really paying attention to life, it's like, it's, it's so on your side. It's, 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 it's like rooting for you. It's this, I, I don't even know, like, I couldn't tell you what, what that force is. Like, mm. I just know that it's there. So I can't tell you what that energy is, but just knowing that um, at, in my deepest moments of struggle, it has, it has revealed itself in mm. different ways. And it took, it, it, like it almost kind of pulled me into this space of love, like pure unconditional love. And, and that was the catalyst for the self-love that I'm talking about today. It was that I feel like you have to tap into source to really embody self-love. Like there's no self-love available without you tapping in to the real part of you, because that's, that's what the love part of you is. If that makes sense. It is, it, that is the love that, that you that's have. your beingness that's that's what yeah. you're entirely encompassing yeah. is that you know when you step into that self-love uh, and and i believe that that self-love comes with understanding your gift your instrument you know and then you step into that purpose you know and you understand why that purpose is there and you start seeing the difference that purpose makes that just expands your universe even more and, you know, the more you, you put out, the more you, you get back and the more it opens you up and the more you become at one. We are spiritual beings having a human existence, right? And the human existence is one of struggle and pain, but it's also one of beauty. It is one of a, an extreme gift of what this planet has given us. And when we choose to live in equilibrium and balance, that spirit showing the humans how to have a beautiful divine experience here on earth, then we actually understand so much more. And we constantly seeking knowledge. You're not going to get it through thought. You're going to get it through experience, divine experience. So be willing to take the journey because only when you do, will you understand everything. And you only have to set the intention yes. to take step and yeah. it allows source to like reorganize itself for you like everything is is always harmonizing and yes. reorganizing for you um and so you allow that source energy to just move through you to allow yourself to be known and to be heard by source and that's like it's just the intention setting that that's all you really the the first step is just being open like being open to the universe setting the intention and everything starts to come to you it's that simple and it sounds like really like is it that easy you know to but to it really is get... that's the thing why do we overcomplicate yeah. everything as human beings we think everything has to be quantumness you know like phd and everything else no 
the universe made it very simple for us. And that simplicity of wanting love, kindness, caring in our hearts and our souls and our beingness and our purpose. That's all you've got to be willing to step into. Everything else is there for you to follow. Yeah. And all you have to do is pay attention because that's yeah. where, you know, put your attention is what you, what, what you feed will grow. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you're not paying attention, so of course asking, but then also be like paying attention to it because sometimes people ask and then they're not attentive to what life is showing them. So a lot of yeah, it they're waiting also- for the Amazon delivery. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that, you know, it, it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, you, you have to immerse yourself and it will never come to you in quote, quote, the obvious human way. You know, even a struggle, you go, but why the struggle? If I'm on the right path, why the struggle? The struggle is there for a lesson. It's there to redirect you. It's there for, for you to find something within you that maybe was lacking. It's always a lesson. Don't look at it as a punishment. And it's given to you by you, if you think about it. Yes. So you created this for yourself. So I always ask, okay, so why did I, why did I choose this circumstance? Why did I choose this situation? What is it telling me? Cause that's, yes. that, you know, sometimes you, yeah, it's really hard sometimes cause it appears to be a certain way and you don't understand until you really ask this question about what does my higher self want me to, to know through this situation? What, and what is the lesson here and what is it, how can I move forward? in a different way so that this situation doesn't arise in this way again? That's the yeah. real question. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's what are we here to learn from this? And, and you know, uh, there are things to repeat because they work and there are other things like, okay, I went down that cul-de-sac and yeah. I got a dead end. Well, you know, don't kick yourself. They say, okay, what were you meant to observe going down that cul-de-sac? Because you went down that cul-de-sac for a reason. It wasn't a dead end frustration, kick yourself, I've lost time. There was something you were meant to observe and learn going down that. So pay attention. I, I, you know, I have a, a program called The View of Life and it, it's, um, it, it's a metaphorical one, but it, it shows people where they are at right this very moment. And it, it always astounds me of how, many, uh, how much of themselves are switched off because they're not observing, they're not listening. They're not paying attention or they're chasing the wrong thing. And we really, really have to be willing to tune in, don't we? Give our all. I'm here to learn to be open and allow. And if you're not willing to do that, you're not going to be able to receive. And also know that there is a, there is a piece of divine timing here. Um, mm-hmm. as, and I, one of the people that I loved, she's a healer, Jennifer McLean. I love to, to you know, hear her speak and, and really know what, you know what type of healings that she offers. Um, she always says, you're going to do it until you don't, right? So yeah. there's also this, like, don't be hard on yourself if right. you haven't. If you haven't un- uncracked the code behind you know, why certain things are happening or what's going on in your life. Um, and that really helped me for, for a long time. It was like, okay, I, because I was hard on myself all my life. I was thinking about why can I, why can I, you know, just be satisfied within myself? Why can't I actually love myself? Um, and it was, it was that moment of, of saying, okay, that's okay. I'm going to start loving myself when I do. Um, and if I don't, completely love myself right now. That's okay. But I'm willing to, you know, I'm, I'm, there's that space. There's a space created when you're accepting where you are now, um, instead of just being hard on yourself that I have to love myself, that I yes. have to do this. 
because it that also doesn't work. So because your your divine self loves you and honors you, you know, just the way you are, it doesn't it doesn't judge you. Um, so if you want to be aligned with that higher self, you you have to be in that space of I'm going to accept myself no matter how I am today in this moment, and and just create that space for that new quality to arise so that right. it like, so it does come in, but I'm going to be accepting of myself right now. Also just yeah. the way I am. Yes. May the force be with you, but don't force it. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Again, goes back to allowing, you know, that free will, that choice. I choose to be open. The universe will give you what you can learn. And it, you know, for some people, it becomes a huge download because they're ready to receive it from some people. It may be small steps until they can gather their own rhythm, their own momentum. And it's again, do not compare. This is your journey, your unique journey. And if it takes you a bit longer, there's a reason for it, but at least step in open, willing to receive, because that's when you're going to be put on the right path, right? Yes. And just create space. Like, yeah. th that's like the biggest thing, like, cause you are like, we're all space, right? We, we're mm. all this presence, this presence is space. Um, so even tuning into the space within myself, uh, within my own body, that helps me just be with the space of who I am. So that, you know, itself, it, it neutralizes any mm. judgment, anything that I, you know, maybe I'm, I'm forcing myself, maybe I'm being too hard. You're right. When I'm just Space. Punishing oneself. <laughs> yeah. When you're just with the space, it's not just the, it doesn't work just on the physical, but on all levels of yeah. you because it's so profound. So yeah. just be with the space and, and allow that space to, to, you know, um, hold you and nurture yeah. you because that's what it does. Yeah. I mean, if you're given a blueprint in life, like you have, you know, plan that you want to do, I was given a blueprint, that doesn't mean it has to happen straight away. Or if it doesn't happen straight away, you failed. No, is you given a blueprint to nurture to water, uh, and it will grow when it's meant to grow. And that goes for you to yeah. nurture and water yourself and you will grow. Um, as you allow yourself to grow, as you are meant to grow, when the timing is right. Because very often it's the synchronicity of life, isn't it? Someone will come into your life when you're ready to receive them. And yeah, if I look back, I, I met all my teachers. I have had many, many, many spiritual teachers. Uh, and maybe the, not necessarily teachers, they were just people that really, like, I learned so much right. from uh, but each person came exactly at the right time of when, when, like when I was truly ready to receive from them. Right. And each country, I've had at least one teacher in each country mm -hmm. that I've traveled. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's been amazing. Like I've, I've worked with many, many, many healers, uh, channelers. Um, so each, each person, each situation, it had a lesson. It had, yes. you know, it had something, it had a gift for me. And the whole like now it's coming together so beautifully like it's a weaving it's a weaving of that interconnectedness of my whole life of every experience of every teacher of every idea that I've had every seed that was planted in my mind to create this beautiful flower like I'm growing mm -hmm. like a like a beautiful flower that's the image that is given to me in meditation mm -hmm. it's like out of the challenges out of the dirt that I had yes growing into that flower 
and, and then continuously growing no matter what, like you're, I'm, I'm committed to growth and evolution. So, you know, it doesn't matter what the ground, what the land goes through, it's resilience to regrow even after it's completely dead. And that is within us. Sometimes we, we need to have a kind of a, a personal death of us, of who we are or who we have been and a willingness to, to carry ourselves um, like a new baby that you're growing and give birth to our new selves and be willing to go through that journey uh, to become who we're really meant to be. And that is letting go of all of societal's expectations and stepping into the divine plan that you wrote before you came here and, in, and participating into your life. So once again, my dear, your site and the course, uh, where do they get that? So divinebreathoflife.com is the site. Um, and if you want to just go directly to the course page, um, it's divinebreathoflife forward slash course or divinebreathoflife.com forward slash course. Um, but of course, the information is all on the website also. So you can just go to the website um, and there's a free giveaway. There's a 10 day free program if you like to kind of dip your toes into, you know, Let's see if it's the, for you. Yeah. The, yeah. the tools and, and the techniques that I use. So, yeah. yeah and yeah. you know, it, it is a lot like getting in the water. You look at the ocean and go, it's cold, and you put your feet in and, and it's chilly. But the more the water runs over it, you go, oh, no, this is soothing. Mm, I can go up to my knees now. Or, you know, I'm, I think I'm actually going to go up to my waist. Oh, I've already got into my waist. I'm just going to dive right into it. And, you know, mm -hmm. if, we, if we do it that way and just allow, each time allow, each time allow, then you're, all of a sudden we're immersed in the water and, you know, water is a beautiful conduit. And I mean, we just really then discover what we perhaps have been denying ourselves and really what life is all about. So be willing to take the course. Um, you've got the 10 day free one, which is a wonderful way for people to dip their feet into the water and just to see how the waters are, how they get on with you. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then of course, you know, the other course and the mentorship of really being guided with their instrument into into their beingness is important. Do you have any social medias, love? Um, so I, I'm actually not a social media person. I'm very like, as you can probably tell, like I'm very much into just like being with nature and being with myself mm. and being in the present moment and being, you know, like just ex experiencing life in a different way. Um, so I am, I'm like thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if, you know, I want to dip my toes that way, but maybe in the future right now it's the website because that's easy for me. And that's like, you know, it's, it's got my true essence, right? It's got you know, everything about me. And I'm so proud of actually what it is because mm. I like, we created it from the heart. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, um, LinkedIn is good for that for sharing your business and and facebook is good for finding the clients but everything is about interaction and building up relationships so people yes. can find your site so mm -hmm. i do recommend them because uh, i'm from the human self that's how you attract the people to show them you know where that sanctuary is so in the meantime, people can go to the site, they can sign up for the course, they can have a, a chat with you, they can feel uh, that synergy and that willingness to take that journey. But 
Today has been an inspiration, it's been an invitation, and it's up to people whether they wish to step out and uh, take the journey, but I can highly recommend it. You're a young person who's got there fast, and for so many, it's been years and years and years in the making. And so you have so much to share already and for a very, very long time to come. And uh, I really think you're a breath of fresh air that people should breathe in. So thank you so much for sharing with us here today, love. Thank you so much for having me. Um, may we all receive what we need, mm. you know, from and, and may, may this talk inspire somebody in the world today. Yeah. So uh, thank you for being here with me, taking this journey with me. It was so beautiful and touched my heart um, to have this experience with you. It's all about heart and soul, isn't it? That's yeah. where the divine energy is. That's where the source is. That's where the solutions are. That's where the reason for being is. And that's the divine essence of everything that we are and what we should be doing in the world. And so it's a beautiful place to, to be. So I invite people to take that journey. Thanks a lot, yeah. Malika. Thank you so much. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.